Hello, gorgeous. Hello, Hucka. How are you feeling? <laughs> How's your vagina doing? My vagina is fabulous. I went to a brand new OBGYN yesterday and I am a happy, happy camper. You know what? That's so nice. As long as she didn't tell you. There's a video uh, about uh, injecting yourself with Greek yogurt. But before we talk about that... Oh, you got to do the intro, huh? Right, girl, right. Jesus. Mm. <clears throat> Welcome to the NOMT podcast, where we tackle the complicated questions and the not-so-complicated questions. A part of our regular podcast group today is the ever-lovely Princess Erin Dawn. Hello, lovely. Oh, hello. (laughs) And me, Edith Ivy Rosenblatt, tackling one of the most, or one of the many questions of self-actualization. And uh, today we had an interesting one. You ready? I'm ready. Lob it. Okay, the self and why we ignore ourselves in the presence of others. Mm. You, All right, you know you, what I mean. By you want to tackle? You want to tackle first, or you want me to tackle first? No, I want you to tackle first. Okay. So I was giving this some thought, and I I was thinking that I think that we are it's a combination of nurture versus nature. So I think that if we're taught at an early age that like, it's all about, you know, uh, putting yourself last and putting everyone else first. I think that that is sort of like the wiring that kind of gets messed up along the way. Um, I think a lot of it also has to do with what we see in our parents. Um, if our parents are very like martyry, you know, like very much like, oh no, oh no, it's fine. Just, you know, you guys have a good time and don't worry about me. I really feel like, I feel, I feel like that, I, I feel like that truly can influence us, um, as adults. I really feel like that, especially in relationships, because it's what we're used to seeing. That's the start of it, isn't it? It's Mm -hmm. like, it's like, I mean, especially with my age group and and people older than me, Mm -hmm. parents are brought up with lack. Everything was lack. Look at the, Mm -hmm. you know, the, um, let's, Civil War. We'll go to the Civil War. We'll go to the um, World War One, World War II. Um, and that is all about, those wars were all about gaining control, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Gaining control. So in that regard, I feel like our families are just like little countries. Oh, think of it that way. And our parents are trying to gain control and they, they have this mindset that they're always in battle. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yes. They're always trying to conquer in some way. And I think, I mean, I don't know about your background, my background, I learned about the codependent tango and I learned that with the codependent tango, that means that that is a form of manipulation. And oh, yeah. it's yeah. a way to get what you want by being manipulative, but being sweet in the process. Because it's not, you know, no one's codependent and mean at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't work, would it? No. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's a deep... It's a deep, deep well, you know? And then when you go out, you see, like, if somebody's shitty, uh huh, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. But we're taught from being such, from, from the times we're very little, it's like, okay, if somebody treats you like shit, what'd you do? That's what, yeah. you know, the road, yep. the road to heaven, honey. 
the road to heaven is paved with good intentions honey exactly it's how we are taught and i think it's i and i i don't know if we could get a guy on here to talk about that but like i know as a woman that that was how i was raised as a woman which was you know oh take the hot road it's always better to keep your mouth shut you know don't argue don't rock the boat and isn't that the same in church and government in the workplace and all of that oh yeah absolutely so if you behave you'll get the reward and the reward let's call a spade a spade the reward is love it's Mm. love acceptance acceptance Yeah. yeah I'll accept you if if it's love with conditions so you know what i found out though like Hmm. and this has been my most recent like come to jesus or actualization or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. is that and it was when i was do i was taking a hike literally taking a hike i was up in the, the ocala national forest uh-huh. And it was me and Sean and the dog, right? And um, he was saying something. He was saying something about the podcast, you know, and he was like, oh, I'm really glad you're doing it. And I was being a smart ass and I said, well, why should I listen to everybody else's podcast? Why, why don't I listen to my own? Why wouldn't I have my own? podcast or better yet like as far as branding is concerned you know why would I buy somebody else's t-shirt why don't I just make my own yes absolutely I agree I I believe that I believe quarantine and the pandemic has ushered in a whole new level of business by like like DIY business like total DIY um, because we're sort of forced into it, you know, but it, but it's nice because it's like, it's all of this creativity and it's all of these things that we're doing. And sometimes we're doing them to pass the time, but they help others. I mean, it's amazing. Like right. the way that that has happened. Everyone's sharing more and being, uh, I feel like it's important because I, I just sent you a recipe for these keto muffins. Yes, you know? I saw that and it looks just delicious. Oh my God. But just think if Dr. Berg had kept that shit a secret and Karen, his wife, <laughs> if they kept that shit a secret and didn't post it on YouTube, I'd have to do it myself. We would suffer. Would, yeah, right. <laughs> Right. Well, more like think of it. Think up the recipe by myself. Yeah. He's, it's already do it yourself if you if you're making it yourself. But I guess you're right. You're absolutely right. It's like I needed something to stop me from looking to others for my happiness. Like. You know, instead of sitting in the corner and like, why am I, why aren't I losing weight? What, what am I doing wrong? Right. Uh Now I have more self-intuitiveness and I'm looking within myself going, you know, what am I doing to make my life better? Yes, absolutely. It's almost like you want to build this emotional force field around yourself where no matter what someone's mood is or what happens in the world, you are you are like still in the sun. Like you're in the sunshine even when it's raining, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Right. You're not giving someone else ownership over your value. Exactly. You're creating your value. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Instead of looking to a man, God bless the men's. Mm -hmm. Love the men. But yeah, you know, or looking to like a Facebook group. Ugh, yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, 
I like how you said that. Oh, did I say that out loud? You I did. did. I'm, in ag- I'm in agreement. I'm like, you know, instead of, um, oh, or how about like Facebook or Instagram or how many likes you have or yes. whatever. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, the, the very last time I did this, I, um, I was doing, uh, I was like, it was some time. I can't remember. I was feeling very bad about my body, whatever it was. It was like one of those, like, oh, I'm getting older and whatever. It was stupid. Anyway, I have this one photo of me in this bikini lounging. Of course, I'm positioned, like (laughs) been positioned by a photographer. It's a professional photo. And I posted it along with this whole like, you know, I'm so comfortable in my own skin bullshit. And Mm -hmm. then I proceeded Mm -hmm. to count the likes. And I was just like, and then I was devastated when none of my male friends liked it. Even though I am spoken for, I am taken. I have a boyfriend. I have a partner. Right, right. But yeah, the 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 fact that none of the men liked it or commented or hearted or any of that other stuff was devastating to me. And I then referred to the photo as a thirst trap, and I and I deleted it. I eventually ended up deleting it like 48 hours later because I realized that my motives for posting it had absolutely nothing to do with empowerment at all. Right. It had to do with validation. Right. So. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That, you know, and you have to be honest with yourself. What is your motive Mm -hmm. behind? Like I, I make sure before I call you that I'm respectful of your space and I want, and and there are no expectations. Mm-hmm. Be, I believe that if you have an expectation of a person, it will never get met. It's just not. It, it, it isn't, you know, it's not. You do it with the, the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. And the, you trust the universe is going to give you what you deserve back. Yes. I, I firmly believe it is a practice. Just like in 12-step fellowship, we learn that it is practice, these principles, you know, um, it's a practice and it's a practice to stay in that, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the results business mode as opposed to, right. oh my God, it has to happen. This has to happen. Um, there's so much writing on it, that kind of thing, you know, that kind of like, <laughs> you know oh girl bottom of the ninth kind of feeling where you're just like oh we gotta have this happen or whatever um I think that that can be kind of addictive too because it's kind of like it's kind of like gambling you know where you're like oh you know I might win and so you kind of put it all on the line and it's that sort of desperation of anxiety um that kind of fuels us sometimes, but it's so much more peaceful not to do that. Like, you know, it, it, it is, it's, it's so cool. It's like when I went, I'll give you an example. When I bought this place, this town home, Mm -hmm. I knew in my mind what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I knew that it was weird. It was like, I just knew it was going to happen. It, and I just knew that you you shouldn't force things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I just knew that. And when I do that, when I when I just put forth something and just say, you know what? I just know, like, I just know that I'm going to get my place. I know it's going to happen for me. That is the craziest feeling in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's unintentional. It's 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 crazy. And you manifest your thoughts. So mm-hmm. if you think if you're sitting around thinking, stinking thinking. Yeah. That's what stinking thinking. I think that's what my mom 
Huh? Uh, yeah, that's totally. In fact, I actually I've heard that used in twelve step too. Like I've heard sink and thinking, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but if you like, maybe that post of the of you in the bikini was stinking thinking. It totally right? was. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, let me give you an example of stinking thinking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something you're not even aware of, and then it's something that that's implanted in your mind, and maybe you watched TV programs or you've been hanging around. For me, it's when I hang around people. Who bitch moan and complain yes yeah mm-hmm. bitch moan and complain once that feeling of gratitude leaves me and then the stinking thinking comes in and that's when shit hits the fan yeah so absolutely <clears throat> for me it was when I worked at WellMed and um You know, I won't say where, who, what, when, you know, how, Mm -hmm. but I worked at WellMed and I knew in my mind, like I, I, my old tendency is to people please. Yes. People please. So they leave me alone. Mm -hmm. People please. And that's what I did at that job. Mm -hmm. And I ended up leaving it because the very last thing I knew I couldn't there was no people pleasing anymore right it was like a year of people pleasing hadn't worked for me in this job and just catering to all the dysfunction so I just had to give my two weeks notice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my intention that's not a that's a selfish intention Mm -hmm. let me let me kill myself so they leave me alone right 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 Mm mm-hmm let me or here's another one let me okay every time somebody sends me a text let me immediately message them back right so they know that i'm i'm present Mm -hmm. which is selfish because i'm looking for a response back yeah yeah it's like giving a gift that you can hold over someone's head yes Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned I learned that in treatment. They were talking about that. They were like saying like, um, y- you know, it's there's a difference between giving a gift with like no intention of any kind of a response, right? And then giving a gift right. with just the intention of being able to like hold that over somebody's head later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's fucked up at the time. And may- yeah, and maybe even non-verbally. you're like well I respond to your texts all the time and then you in your mind you're like well fuck you then (laughs) no totally accurate and yes Mm -hmm. no and and I'll tell you what those thoughts aren't ours no no it's our wiring we're consistently trying to fight against our wiring which is both amazing because it means we're growing but it's also very frustrating sometimes because I know for me personally I slide back into that old uh that old stuff when I'm weak or wounded so if I'm not feeling well if I'm PMSing if I am uh I mean those are like those are the two if I'm tired whatever I have a tendency to slide back into old behavior um when it comes to handling situations I always say it's like uh, my demons live in my in the weak and the wounded. Right. <clears throat> That's when they pop out. So yeah, it's a, it's hard, man. You gotta like make sticky notes and just say like, no matter what you're feeling, don't do this. <laughs> right. I do that. I do that now, and I. It's almost like meditation, right? So. Um, and I've gotten better and better at that shit. I used to like, um, well, sh- you know, Sean would do it to me. He'd be like, well, if you would just change, we would be so much happier. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, dude, no, no. Oh my God. It's great. It's like, everything will be perfect as soon as you're different. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. Isn't that the funniest thing you ever heard? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in that relationship though. Like when I was with Richard, um, he used to say, like, and I quote, I'm staying with you because I know you have potential to be a certain way. Like he would say, it's almost like he would like, he was like waiting for like the blueprint to be done. Like he was saying like, you know, I, I, I'm holding out for the person you're going to become. That's what he said. That's what he would say. And, and so do you know how much pressure that puts on a human being um, as a woman? especially if you have mental illness, especially if you're in a 12 step fellowship for addiction. It, it, I mean, it's like, no one can, no one can live up to that. No one can live up. Is it, it's that's so, that's some funny shit though. Yeah. Yeah. It is so funny because it's, it's, uh, it's like, okay. And this is back to the self. I'm going back to the self, like making the self happy. It's easier to change your ass. It's easier to say, hey, Aaron, you fix you. Instead of like, you know, that old adage where you're, when you're pointing at somebody, you've got three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah, right. absolutely. So I use that. It's like... I no longer use adjectives for people. Mm. It's unfair because I'm not really talking about them. I'm talking about myself. Yes. That's interesting. Tell me more about that. It it is. Okay. So here's the thing. Why am I telling you how to fix you when I'm over here? Oh, uh, don't masturbate. (laughs) But I masturbate four times a week. Right. I need you to, do that. I need to up my game on that. I only do it like once a week, maybe. And that's like when I it, don't think there's anything wrong with you. I, I think it's like when there's like a DEFCON four situation. Like then I do it. <laughs> I but do like, it in the middle of the night. That's I great. I do it like three o'clock in the morning. See? If I if I'm like if you have trouble sleeping, right. you're like this shit. I will need knock me right. Back I out. need to up my game. I do. I need to up my game. I'm jealous now. <clears throat> Well, you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, okay, all right. Sean said it yesterday. It was like, priests <laughs> tell you not to fornicate and don't, don't do all these things. Priests in the ca- Catholic church, mm-hmm. but then they fuck little boys. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yes, don't, don't go and fornicate, but fucking children is well within our comfort zone. Yeah. Exactly. Or, um, you know, the church wants all these tax breaks, right? Yeah. And then, and then, you know, and they talk about all the goodness that they do and things like that. But then you hear how the pastor of a church has like not paid his personal taxes in years mm-hmm. and he's fornicating against his wife. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I just believe that I keep adjectives to myself because if, if I'm calling you lazy, what am I, what is, how's my house? Mm -hmm. Is my house impeccable? Mm -hmm. Is everything put away? Yeah. Is, you know, are all my bills paid on time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, there's, there's a couple, I mean, I do pretty well and my house is pretty clean, but you know, there's this shit still laying around. Absolutely. It's it's like, like yeah. Cat could use a bath. I mean, it's yeah. you know, your your own house has to be in order before you go flinging rocks at somebody. <laughs> I mean, and even right. so, it when I am in that mode of judgment, when I'm in that mode of telling people, you know, <laughs> their business basically, um, I am deeply disturbed like I am usually doing shit in my private life that I am not proud of that makes me feel bad about myself that I am struggling with and then I will I use that and it's almost like a a reverse mirror where I reflect that onto other people like I know that now like the, the times that I've been very well 
she did this and he's doing this and that motherfucker, blah, 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 um, have been because I was not on the up and up in my own life, personally. So, yeah. Right. Nope. Nope. Totally a thing, man. Totally a thing. But we can't see our own shit. It's hard for us to see our own shit until hindsight is. But why focus on other people? Why can't we? Why can't we see our own shit? Why do we have to make our personal garbage somebody else's problem? I think it's the ultimate goal. Is not. You know what I mean? Not to deal with it, you mean? No. Not to have to deal with it? No, 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 no. I think the ultimate goal, like we were talking about life goals and happiness at some point. And one of the things I think is just not to make our problem other people's problems. You know, to keep it. It's like in 12 step, we learn keep your side of the street clean. And even though their side of the street is fucking filthy and disgusting and gross, it's still all about your side of the street and what your side of the street looks like at the end of the day you are the one who has to live with you you are the one who goes to bed with you at night (laughs) you are going to die with you so what anyone else does is of no consequence to you but we I think we need a we need the villain in our story like more often than not, we need a villain. When we're really the villains, most of the time. <laughs> if I'm upset about anything, I'm the villain. I'm totally the villain. <laughs> wow. That's some real knowledge. That's some shit right there. Dropping some shit today, man. Yeah. So we need a villain. We need somebody to take responsibility for the quote-unquote shitty life we're living but really is our life shitty no i mean at the end of the day if you really made like not even just a gratitude list but like a reality list of like all of the things that are going on in your life that are good that are just going you know like living like i live in a house you know i pay my bills on time (laughs) those types of things you would realize that you're doing a lot better than you think you are. And comparison shopping is just a recipe for low self-esteem. Right? Like, like all of those things are a recipe for low self-esteem, don't you think? I mean, yes. Uh, Social media is a recipe for low self-esteem. Oh, social media. I, I, that could be its own that's episode. That's what you were saying. Huh? I said, that needs to be its own episode. Oh, my God, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it does. It's like, I I feel like I need new friends on social media mm. because mm-hmm. the ones that I have do not match me energetically. Yeah. So I have no fun. It is not fun for me to post anything. Yeah, I get you. I totally get you. I, I, you know, just hearkening back to the Facebook days. I mean, to to be treated like a pariah because I'm not on Facebook. I mean, it's just beyond me. I can't even understand it or wrap my brain around it. Like, you would think that people would be more supportive of not being on social media. <laughs> But well, here's the thing. It's it's the you know their glass is half empty yeah. and half full. Right. It just depends on the moment in time. Yeah. Right. Yes. They're not gonna meet and after we're talking about self-awareness, right? No one's gonna meet any expectation. No one's gonna be any fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that it's not the people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I I believe that if you spend so much time on social media, that at some point you're programmed to be, you either have a narcissist or an empath, right? Yeah. An empath is going to like, 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 like. Right. 
And a narcissist is going to post, 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 right? And we can be either one of those things at any given moment. We can be a narcissist or an empath. It, it really. So million dollar question. Yeah. What do you think prevents one from becoming the other and the other from becoming the other? In other words, on a daily, like, obviously we have our narcissistic tendencies because we're human and we have our empathic qualities because we're human. But what prevents us from going all the way to the other side or all the way to the other side? I'm asking you personally. I, and I, and I'll tell you too, it's like, it depends on the level of gratitude at any moment and gratitude comes from experiencing something over and over again to the point where you empathically completely understand where the person's coming from Mm -hmm. I can understand rape pretty well Mm -hmm. and the different levels of rape Mm -hmm. you know because you can be verbally manipulated into taking off your clothes. Yes, this is true. Right? Or you could have somebody rip your clothes off of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so empathically, I can understand what it's like to be raped. I've been raped. Mm-hmm. But... Um, There are some things that maybe I don't understand. Like I've been pre-diabetic and I've, I've almost been diabetic, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've passed out one time Mm -hmm. from extreme hypoglycemia, but I don't know what it's like to be a complete and total 50 years. I've been a diabetic. Mm -hmm. So my viewpoint on that is a little narcissistic because I'm not well-educated, well-versed in that situation. So I'm probably not going to be able to empathize with it completely. Mm -hmm. So what keeps us from being one or the other? Right. Right. And I believe it's experience. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes is brought on by age. But, you know, you and I both know there are people who are younger than you and I who probably have a wealth of personal growth, you know? Right. No, and also to that to that point, there are people who are a lot older than us who have no personal growth. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy. Mm-hmm. Trump supporters. That's where I was going. Boy. That I was going to the other end of the spectrum of that. Blindly um, following the self-awareness. Yeah, blindly following something just because that's your political leaning and that you don't like ever ask questions about it. And I mean that on both sides. But like just blindly like, no, I have to vote this because of this. Like I am this and therefore this. And it's Right. Yeah, but you know, don't you ever like sit there and go, yeah, but maybe this isn't the best decision, or you know, I mean, the the people that kind of just follow it, just to, yeah, it's the blindly of it. It there's there's you know, there's venom. I've seen it on Facebook, but there's venom on both sides of that spectrum, and I think. The idea is just not to get caught in that crossfire because it's so toxic. It's so unbelievably toxic. It's like the you're with us or against us thing is like, dude, no, that's not the way life works. But, mm -mm, you know, but Facebook cultivates that, you know. Right. It, it, um, It feeds it. cultivates the fear monster Mm -hmm. you know and I I hate to bring in um, Marvel comic I can't even talk Marvel comics Comics? Okay. you know end game right Mm -hmm. and they were all battling and I can't remember 
darn it for the life of me what the the monster was in Endgame but they were all battling it mm-hmm. all battling it and, it and that's the same thing with everyone in this country if they were self-aware enough to know that they're all battling their ego and that when you yell at somebody while you're driving or when you get shitty with the cash register lady or when you um, cheat on your spouse or you do anything shitty it's because you're trying to keep your bullshit ego intact mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not be authentic just shut the fuck up and quit trying to control yeah I'm, I've got it written on everything now just trust the universe mm-hmm. and I you know know that your friends will contact you know that people are not like trying to fuck you over yeah assume positive intent right not everybody all white nefarious (laughs) exactly (laughs) all white people aren't racist all lesbians with short hair aren't um you know what is it masculine all lesbians don't not all lesbians have short hair that's that exactly exactly right exactly right um you know all these all these uh generalizations they're just fears and bullshit yeah so the bottom line (laughs) what's the fucking bottom line bottom line is you and by you i mean you and i you are in charge of your own happiness and validation period right exactly it's not up for no boss of any company no man that you've met online no facebook profile no tinder profile no none of that should be defining you and if if it does then fucking reinvent yourself. Yeah. And figure out a way, right? Cause like I have all I was the person, I was the woman who defined themselves by whoever they dated. You know? I mean it was like in Runaway Bride where she's you know, she's dated or or going to get married to all of these different guys, right? And they right. and at the end of each one of those interviews, Richard Gere always asks them the same question, which is how does she like her eggs? And the guy says, just like me, sunny side up, just like me, scrambled, just like me, over easy, right? And then at the end, or not the end, but like towards the end when she realizes that she needs to figure out who she is, she's like, I don't even like eggs. See? (laughs) Right? What movie was that? Runaway Bride with uh, Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. Yeah. Well, in the, another like, another one is Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Where you do the same thing over and over again until you realize doing the same thing over and over again is just fucking crazy. Yep. It is. It's like a recipe for just and, cray-cray, you know? And, and then when you submit... That's when Groundhog Day stops happening, motherfucker. That's true. Isn't that crazy? When you surrender to the universe and understand that the universe has a plan and that it has a plan for everyone and it has a plan for you, there is a certain amount of lightness that comes from that. There's a certain amount of freedom that comes from that where you're just like, oh, shit, I'm just along for the ride. I can't even control this ride. Like, I can't control your ride. I can't control my ride. It's like, I am along for the ride. And when you do that, it's like, oh, cool. I just get to ride the ride. This is fun. But it is a constant practice. (laughs) Right. You know? Because I think think a lot of us in general have control (laughs) issues. And we have that need. We do. Which, we do. Where, what's an example of, of one of your control issues? And then I'll give you one. Oh, God. Um, you know, like if I have a plan. Okay, I'll, I'll be totally transparent right now. This is, this is 
this is not an attractive thing, but I'm going to talk about it. Um, uh, not <laughs> this past weekend, but the weekend before that, uh, I came home and I had this plan and the plan was I was going to eat pizza. I was going to be by myself in the condo and I was going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street part three. That was the whole plan. <laughs> I arrived and found out that my sister was here and that she was staying the night. And my mom was going out, but she was staying the night. And I was a cunt. I was a cunt. I was passive aggressive. I stomped around. I did everything I possibly could to make sure that she knew I didn't want her there. And so she left. And as a result of my shitty behavior, uh, she didn't come to my birthday. So those types of actions have consequences. And it's almost like, like we were talking about the sticky note thing. Like, it's almost like I have to have a sticky note literally on everything that says everything is, everything is okay no matter what. Like, you come home and find out your sister is here. It's okay. Like, the movie will still be there. The pizza will still be there. It's okay. You know? Right. Just because you have this like predetermined resentment, which let's face it, that's what an expectation is. Um, it's it, it doesn't doesn't mean that that's the only way things can go. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, it took uh, it took like a week of apologizing and talking to her and trying to make her feel like she was wanted and needed again. And it was heartbreaking because it was a shitty thing. It was shitty. Um, you know, it was just, there was not good, not good at all. But that's an example. That was an example of me trying to control things. Right. Right. And I, I'll give you one, uh, better than that. And we were just talking about friends. (laughs) Better, better than, better than my sister not coming to my birthday because I was an asshole. Wow. Okay. Take it, girl. Take it losing a friend of 22 years oh yeah but it was all under the guise of not being intentional Mm. right Mm -hmm. and and you evaluate it in your own mind but so I had prepaid this person for my hair Mm -hmm. and we always we do we work out deals with our hair with he's a hairdresser and you know I'm the customer um but he gives me deals on my hair and um well he's going through a breakup and there's different perspectives of how you can look at Mm -hmm. this and my perspective was i thought i did right like i knew he needs needed space i had just you know i love animals and um i reached out to his partner and i said would you you know, if you need any help with the dog, blah, 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 um, please let me know. Well, I didn't know the couple didn't want me to talk about this dog, didn't want me to offer my help until I got a phone call from that person that I had called and they said, stay the fuck out of my business. I never want to speak to you again. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, his partner is the one that does my hair. Oh, boy. And they told me that I wasn't allowed to come to the salon anymore because of the dog. Ay, ay, ay. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. And I just reached out to offer help. Well, I'm upset because I don't believe that they're reacting to me right. I think that I was trying to do a nice thing and I shouldn't be blacklisted from a salon that I've gone to for many, many years, right? Right. So, you know, instead of just giving these two time to chill the fuck out, Mm -hmm. I had prepaid for my hair and I wanted my hair done. Mm -hmm. So... I ended up calling Frankie and I left him a message. He didn't answer. Mm -hmm. And then I sent him a text. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I called the next day 
And then on the third day, I finally got him to pick up. My point is that I was so fucking pissed because it took him so long to get back to me that the energy between us was fucked. Mm-hmm. And that I, I went to the salon to get my hair done. And he ended up screaming at me. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Just like, you know how a narcissist will just cut the shit. Just get your jugular and just Mm -hmm. boom. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Needless to say, it's a friendship that in my my estimation is over. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what I did, said, or you just don't you don't talk to people that way mm-hmm. no no you don't and I think that I've said this before people in your life are in there for a reason a season or a lifetime and unfortunately when we first meet them we don't know which which it is so and that can be very heartbreaking well I just knew months ago when he wanted to move in with me, I just knew I was like, you know, in my mind, I knew the relationship wasn't going to last. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my whole point was like, you need to get your own space because you're going to be growing and you can't grow in your, if, in, if you're in somebody else's space, does that make any sense? Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. Definitely. But I manifested that shit, girl. (laughs) I manifested it. I made it happen because I was pissed he hadn't contacted me back instead of just letting the universe take care of it. I tried to control it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a it's big but you know I think it comes from having an inconsistent parent you know it's almost like when you have when you grow up with an inconsistent parent you're constantly on eggshells and you think okay when I get to be a certain point I'm not going to allow anything to be inconsistent because if I control it then it'll be consistent because it'll be I, I won't be caught unaware I won't be caught right. off guard, you know, um, right. when really all it comes down to is that once again, 47 minutes into this podcast, we are all trying to overcome our wiring. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. It's, you know, maybe for me, it was the lack from my parents mm-hmm the lack of responsiveness they weren't really that involved mm. and then they would get involved whenever I get in trouble right right and I was just doing what was fun to me yep well, however criminal it was yeah exactly it was uh, you know but it's like now we're in this really great place of growth with our you know at at our respective ages where now it's like we've got we got a blank check boo we got a blank check in this universe we can write our way we can write our own story we do not have to hang our happiness or our sunshine on anything else and that is fucking fabulous Oh my God, if I had a dollar for every person that has said that I was a shitty nurse or a shitty person, Mm -hmm. I would be a fucking millionaire. I mean, seriously, I would invest that money (laughs) into a a fast growing account and just live off the profits of it. And I I know a lot of people can relate. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Now when somebody says that to me, I know it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, and it hasn't been said to me in a while, but that it's just that I know how hard I mm-hmm. work. 
I speak with integrity. I keep my word. I don't take things personally. Always. I'm still You are like the one. walking epitome of the four agreements right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's so great. Uh, well, that's a good place to start. Yeah. I mean, if you need to to start somewhere start start the four agreements four agreements is a fantastic book four agreements and so five love languages is a great book you know i mean i couldn't put them both down really good shit miguel ruiz and then his kid do you know his kid what's his kid's name is it is it juan juan i think it is juan and he's cute as hell Mm. and non-binary very cool he doesn't yeah, I'm feeling non-binary these days. Did I tell you about no. that? No. I'm feeling like I'm I'm more in tune with my man, my masculine side these days than I am my feminine ah, side. Ah, interesting. How are how is it manifesting itself? Um, strength, going to the gym, lifting heavy heavy weights. Mm-hmm working out now i'm working out with the trainer that's exciting god i want i want more muscle i he asked me he goes okay so what are your goals and i said i want to be stronger Mm -hmm. and i told him that we've got a lot of men you know uh, with um what is it ems Uh You know, the EMS guys, they come if I call and they're big as a shit house, mm-hmm. a brick shit house. And I want to be able to help them. I don't want to be, oh, hi, mm-hmm. this is little Kimmy. You do all the heavy lifting. I'll just stand here and watch you. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, I am, I am that combination. I am not, you know, I'm not entirely feminine, but I have my feminine qualities and I'm not entirely masculine, but I have my masculine tendencies. I mean, the things that it's weird, right? But like, it's, it's, it's just, it just is. And I'm, I'm glad, um, like I want to leave off on this note. I'm glad that we live in a time period now where I don't have to be one or the other. Me too. Where we can totally be like the, you know, we we can. We can have the goofiness of Bill Murray and we can have the feminine qualities of a Sophia Loren. I don't, I'm, I'm glad we live in a time period now where it's okay to be both if we want to be both, you know? I, I'm enjoying it too and I enjoy that my partner my spouse is relishing and loving that I'm getting stronger and I'm I, I mean he's supportive instead of well you shouldn't do that you know because it, it might not turn out the way you expect mm-hmm. and yep. he's not like that anymore he's like okay what are you doing next? That's cool, man. Like, he's along for the ride. Like, think about that. He's totes yeah. along for the ride. And I think that that's, you know, we gotta, we should totally do an episode on just our partners and how our partners, you know, compliment us, but don't like validate us. If that makes sense. I think we'll do next that next time. time. Yeah, that'll be our next All right, one. I'm gonna go grab a shower. I'm disgusting. So. <laughs> Okay, you filthy bitch. I love you and I look forward to the next podcast. This has been fun. I'll talk this to you. This was badass. Later.